Hello and welcome to the Obsolete Gaming Podcast. I'm Dan, joined by Jake. Hello. And this week thought we'd do a big one, and that's Pokemon. So, before going forward, first, a quick history lesson. Pokemon was first created in 1995 by game designer Satoshi Tajiri. In Japan, it was released as Pocket Monsters Red and Green. It would later be released outside of Japan as Pokemon Red and Blue for the original Game Boy handheld system that were developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo in 1996. Pokemon would take the world by storm with the original video game series selling more than 368 million copies and over 1 billion mobile downloads. It's the second best video game franchise just behind Nintendo's much beloved Mario franchise. However, Pokemon is the highest grossing media franchise of all time, easily beating Marvel, Harry Potter and Star Wars. The games spawned an anime television series that has become the most successful video game adaptation with over 20 seasons, 1,000 episodes in 169 different countries. In addition, the Pokemon franchise includes the world's top-selling toy brand, the top-selling trading card game, with over 30.4 billion cards sold, a live-action film, aka Detective Pikachu, books, manga comics, music and even a theme park. With over 800 Pokemon and still growing, it won't be the least surprising that if in 100 years it is still capturing the hearts of minds of children and adults alike. As we talk about Pokemon, we've brought in one of our friends that's a very big Pokemon fan. Please give a big hello to Darius. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are we doing, Darius? I'm, I'm fantastic, and it's it's great to join you guys. Good. It's good to finally have you on. We've been talking about this idea in person for ages. Yeah. So, obviously, outside of Pokemon, you're a human being. Yeah, outside this podcast, <laughs> you're a human being. So I'd, like, I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Um, you, how would you describe yourself as a gamer? Like, What would you be? Currently, I'm more of a social gamer than than a, a hardcore single player. Games like Skyrim and anything with a deep storyline really sort of grips me. I like a lot of the sports franchises, much, much to the disappointment of a lot of people. <laughs> well, because obviously I know you quite well. But I, as yeah. I've always said on this podcast, you know, you can play whatever you want to play. If yeah. you want to spend £350 on the game and then the next year spend £350 on the game again, <laughs> that's completely fair enough. I'm not going to judge. Yep, yep. <laughs> Anyway, before we go down the rabbit hole of that, <laughs> we should really talk about Pokemon. So what what was your... Because here's the thing the listeners should know. There was an age gap between us. You're 25, I'm yep. 32, you're 31, so we're basically the same generation. Yeah. It's a whole gaming generation, seven years. Yeah, it so is. It's, it's... I was expecting you to have a different experience from us, but I think... As I'm about to ask you, what, what was your first experience of Pokemon as a game? I, I believe my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Blue. Right. It wasn't. It, it was a game I played with my cousin. It was, you know, it wasn't a game I owned myself. So I'm not. I'm not sure if that was as it was as it was released over here, or if it was a couple of years after the fact. You know, so maybe it is a little bit further away from when you were playing it. Maybe a couple of years after both of you. Um, but yeah, I believe Pokemon Blue was my first first real experience with Pokemon. What were you playing it on? A Game Boy or a Game Boy Color? Just a standard Game Boy. Like the old bricks. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Cool. Wow. I I didn't. That was my first experience. Was uh, it was on a Color, a Game Boy Color, and it was Pokemon Yellow. 
because all my friends at school had Pokemon Blue or Red. And I just at the time was like, oh, well, since you guys haven't, for my birthday, you got me a Game Boy Color with Pokemon Yellow. Um, so that was my, what was your first experience, Jake? Pretty much what you just said. I'm not even joking. Really? Uh, no, I was saying, because Pokemon, my first experience was a bit before, because all my friends had Game Boys, pretty much. But I never had handheld thing growing up. I was never that interested. But then when they were all playing Pokemon, I really liked that. And obviously, I'd say I played it. You know, I'd play it for five minutes while people would just show me what to do, if you know what I mean. And I thought, I want this. I want this so much. And uh, so I asked my mum to get me their Game Boy and Pokemon for Christmas. But my mum, I mean, she did her best, but she doesn't really know what she's doing. So she got me a Game Boy Color, which were brand new at the time, and then four games, but none of them were Pokemon. But luckily, my birthday is only a few weeks after Christmas. So she got me Pokemon Yellow, which again, that was pretty new at the time as well. I had that and... Yeah, that was great. Now, actually, I prefer playing red and blue. If I ever go back, I never bother with yellow. I prefer red and blue. But at the time, I was really happy with yellow. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the fact you can get all three starter Pokemon in yellow. I mean, I kind of like it, but I just... I I like to pick one, and then you kind of have to go with that for a while. And normally, by the time I've built my team at the end, I don't have that in it anyway, but... I, I don't know. It's just the way. And I tend to find the choice of Pokemon on red and blue is better. I think yellow has the worst, uh, you know, that you can catch in the wild. Yeah, I, I, I'm I the think, same anyway. with, yeah. with with playthroughs. When I, when I've, whether it be as an emulator or, or the Ruby and Sapphire, they were they were two of the big ones for me. But I, I also had Pokemon Emerald. But if I ever go back and play them, I will not. I won't play Emerald. It will be Ruby or Sapphire. Mm. Oh, really? Just just something about choosing. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. So obviously. For anyone out there that doesn't know, I'd be amazed if you don't. But obviously, the the thing with Pokemon, there are two games that are basically identical. So there's Red and Blue, Sword and Shield, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, there's not certain Pokemon in one. You know, one game has certain Pokemon, the other one doesn't. Yeah, that's where trading comes mm. into it. That's the genius yeah. of it. And, and yeah. that that was the big draw and a big part of why you know they were so so sort of passionate about the project was it wasn't just competing against other people. You know, you had to be involved with the trading and... Yeah, because obviously you're talking about, like, back in the day before internet. So you had to have physical friends. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, like, like now, uh, I'd say I played a lot of uh, Sun and Moon when they were out. Well, I had Pokemon Sun. And you can just trade online with people, if you know what I mean. Which is great, but it was... No, it is. It's a lot better, actually. Because, <laughs> but, like, it, well, there was some fun about having that cable and meeting people and, you know I think, what I mean, trading. Yeah, um, yeah. Right now, as a 31-year-old man, probably approaching a 12-year-old that's playing, it's probably not the best thing, is no. it? No. <laughs> no, you're probably a bit safer online. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, you, all, you always had to have one friend in, in the friendship group that had the... The link cable. Yes, mm. I was that friend. Were you? Well, I, yeah, I, I that, that was never me. I actually got to the point, even in my younger days, realizing that they don't even want me here. They just want my cable. <laughs> They're oh. just after you for your cable. Yeah. Yeah. But I, like, I'd always get like a token <laughs> Pokemon for my troubles. Like. Oh, that's cool. I remember because you know the ones you had to trade to evolve in the original yes. uh, Red and Blue. Like, I remember I had a Machamp, well, a Machoke. And uh, I traded it, and then they. Tra- what we used to do a lot is we'd have the Pokemon we want to evolve, and then we'd trade and just trade it immediately back. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah. And he got. I think he got another one to evolve. I think he got a Haunter into a Gengar. But honestly, I loved having that Machamp because it's the only way you can get it by trading. It's like now, whenever I run through Pokemon Red or Blue, I know I'm never going to get it because no one else I'm no no is going to be running through it at the same time, are they? So like, mm, you know, it's true. just yeah. In a yeah. way, it's kind of. Sad, isn't it, that if you were to pick up Pokemon Red now from the start, like if you were to get an old Game Boy, you'd never actually be able to complete that unless you yourself got Pokemon Blue and um, played that well, as well. Well, it's funny you say that. I've actually got a friend that used to do that. Like really? He had both and he had two Game Boys and he just traded himself so he could complete it. 
Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> well, I was just blowing my theory. Yeah. I thought maybe there weren't a community for it. There obviously yeah. probably will be a community for it. I know yeah. a little random thing. You know Twitch Twitch Plays? Yep. Yep. They actually completed Pokemon Red on Twitch Plays. Like, basically, Twitch Play is... It, you probably know a bit more about this than I do, Darius, but it's essentially the games being played and the comments play the game. You, you don't know what I'm about, do you? No, you've lost oh, me no, now. No, <clears throat> so, no, it's like a like a like basically an AI. So, I'm... Sorry, I know Twitch Plays when I'm saying Twitch Play. I mean, like... It's a channel called something. right, yeah, um, and it's like an AI essentially, and it won't do anything until the comment says something. So the comments have to play the game. So they'll say up, 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 and the character will keep going and like attack, you know, do the commands and stuff like that. They Jeez. actually, they actually finished that. They actually finished Pokemon Red, I believe, on their like this AI Twitch. That, that's thing. impressive. Yeah, that must have taken some do. Think it did, and I think they failed a lot of times as well. Um, that's just off the top of my head I can't tell you exactly when it happened it wasn't really recently that, that is yeah. very impressive but you talk about Ruby and Sapphire what, they weren't remakes were they they were actually no, there are no. remakes for them now yeah, there, right. I, yeah. I, yeah I believe there are remakes for them now but no I, I believe they were they, they, I think they were the first ones to come out for the Game Boy Advance right okay because I know Gold and Silver they came out for the Game Boy as well, didn't they? Uh, Game Boy Color, but they were you could play them on the Game Boy Color had some games that you could only play on a Game Boy Color, and then a range that were Game Boy Color games. You played them in a Game Boy Color that be in color, but you could play them on a Game yeah. Boy. They just wouldn't be in color. That's what Gold and Silver were like that, and then I think Crystal is the third one of them. I think that was only for Game Boy Color, but Gold and Silver you could play on an original Game Boy. Oh wow! So I can't imagine. I've got a little fact for that. You know, the Game Boy generation, they them two game them. You know, uh, Red and Blue and Gold and Silver are like Red and Blue are the best selling Pokemon games of all time. Second to that is Gold and Silver. Hmm. So that's kind of weird, isn't it? You'd think maybe it would have grown in popularity, but they've never hit the heights of them games on that generation. Well, I think partly that's because of the big boom that happened around Pokemon when it first started. I mean, I don't, I might be wrong, but I don't think it was ever bigger than it was in sort of the late 90s, early 2000s. No, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine that was the peak both with with the cards with the games as as a franchise i'd i'd say that was i mean you know there might be some stats out there that prove <laughs> yeah. us wrong but but that's what i that's what i think anyway yeah no i wonder really if that is true and that's the peak that they never actually hit them highs again you're talking about like hitting the highs of everest they're still getting you know up to mount kilimanjaro levels of high they're just not quite you yeah. know what i mean like yeah we'll say ruby sapphire so weirdly with the games they then started remaking the game because they remade Red and Blue, didn't they? Twice. Twice. And they sold really, really well. It's kind of mad. But don't get me wrong. I know we live in the... We've already done an episode on remakes and remasters. But with a series like that, it would be kind of like remaking Oblivion and Skyrim and stuff. And it's really, that would be really weird if they did that, if you ask me. With, their, with you know, yeah. certain games. Yeah, because of the first mm. ones that I actually owned, and as Jake said before, a little bit weirdly, I actually had Fire Red and Leaf Green, which were... Both on on the they they followed Ruby and Sapphire, but I do believe they were both remakes. I think I played them. I did play I, some I've of the never DS. Played those ones. Me and my cousin. I know, I know. Yeah, I believe they were remakes of the original. Yeah. No, oh. me, me and my cousin played. Um, it was a game he was playing at the time, and I got a DS just to play. But I forgot. I couldn't tell you. It was a Pokemon game, mm. but he modded it, so I kind of cheated. Like I'd have a level one character and just yeah. rinse the. You know, oh yeah. yeah. With nine hundred ninety nine damage and all that. But what would you? What was your choosing Pokemon then with Pokemon? 
red or blue? Who did you usually go for? Like, you know, well, fair enough if you've played it many, many times, but who would you now go for? If you could put yourself back as a kid when you were playing it, who did you go for? I would go for, I would go for Squirtle. Squirtle, okay. What about you, Jake? Well, personally, for me, it's Bulbasaur. He's what? one of my favourites. Uh, yeah, it's a but. I actually was. I was. Uh, I've been really getting into speed running things recently. Not myself. I mean, there's a few things I could. I'm not world record good, but I can do things. If you know what I mean. And I was looking at Pokemon speed runs, and to do that, Squirtle's the only real one you have. You can use because you need that to beat Brock fast. It's the fastest way to do it. After that, it's all much in a muchness, but. I just found it intriguing because I was watching it and all these speedrunners always side with Squirtle. But then when I thought about it, Bulbasaur's decent for Brock because he, he learns Vine Whip relatively early on. So you can do that. Charmander, you're basically starting yourself on hard mode yes. because you've got yeah. to grind in the for- Viridian Forest to get... Uh, the way I always did it if I had a Charmander, but I've played through Pokemon Red and Blue a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, But if I had a Charmander, the way I'd do it is I'd catch a Capri... And then eventually that'd evolve into a Butterfree. I think it's at level... Well, it goes to a Metapod, then a Butterfree. But I think it's Butterfree by level 10. And pretty quickly that learns Confusion. And once you've got that, you can rinse Brock. But before you've got that, you just can't touch... Brock's the first gym leader in the game that you have to fight. You've played this game a lot. <laughs> oh, a lot. A lot. I, I, bet I've, I bet I've completed it. I don't think I've exaggerated. I've said 15 times well, in my life. You like the red, one. blue, or yellow. So you were the one that actually told me... You remember the old myth... <laughs> In Pokemon Red and Blue, that Mew's under the truck. Yeah, he's, no, everyone he's heard that. Do you not hear that? Myth? No, no, there no, was a myth that went around our school. Th- then, then again, if you were playing it a few years later, yeah, been, maybe yeah. that myth had been it was, dead and buried. It, it was a thing where there was like this. It was like this very strange, out of place truck. To be fair, um, I forgot it was near the docks, wasn't it, or something? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't even. I'm not even sure it's in the game because I've looked for that truck. Like, and I can't find it. It's supposed, to be, near the, it's supposed to be near the SSN. That's I've seen pictures of it, but I can't find it in the game. I don't know how you. I think you, I think there's a way to cheese it to move the screen across, and because there's a truck there, I don't know. I might be wrong. Yeah, people I used to be, say Mew was under the truck. Yeah, or something ridiculous. but it's not. There is a way to get Mew, but it's very convoluted, and it, it's it's you have to do things in a certain order. It, you're not supposed to do it. You just sort of you need an abra because you need to teleport a few times. You have to teleport as you're pausing. You have to get somebody. You know when you go past the trainer and they go glung with the exclamation yeah. mark. When they do that, you have to hit pause at the perfect time and then teleport away as he's walking towards you and something in the game freaks out and then as you're walking back a certain way, Mew will appear. I've Some, done it myself. Like, somebody, it, uh, figured, somebody, uh, somebody figured that out. Like, that, 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 what I've said isn't bang on right. <laughs> the, there is a very precise thing yeah. you have to do, but yeah, yeah I've done it. That's what times. always confuses me with, with, yeah. with games is when how do people find some of these glitches, some I of these know. bugs? I think what it is, again, I'm only speculating with that sort of thing, is I don't think it's necessarily like they've just gone just trying the most random of things. I think it's people with an understanding of how game code works and thinking, oh, if I do that, that should glitch this that'll do that. Yeah. Obviously, I don't get it, but I'm just thinking that's what I think. I can't imagine someone's just gone and tried just random yeah, nonsense. Exactly. There's to, obviously a pattern. They can read yeah. the code of some sort. Because talking about bugs, mm. uh, Pokemon Red and Blue have, has an infamous bug, uh, an extra Pokemon called Missing Number, or Missing No, <laughs> oh, as we yeah. used to call him, where if you went up and down this water, I remember it vividly because I used to have him, there'd, there'd be like a pixelated block yeah. that appear. I remember we yeah. didn't know what that was when we were kids. Like, I mean, now it's clearly just, just a mistake. <laughs> but, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was no yeah. way to patch games after they were out. That's the problem. 
Whereas, obviously, whatever you got then, that's what you got. That was simple as. Yeah, that, that, that was the game. So. I, I, I believe I, I listened or read somewhere that um, the, one of the f- first Pokemon games, they did release a patch for it, but you had to send your copy off and they would patch it and send it back. It was, it was uh, I can't remember which, which title it was, it was the first one to have the real-time day and night cycles. Was that gold and silver? No, 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 that's not real time, is it? I, be- I believe it could be Ruby and Sapphire, but I may be re- I may be way off the mark with that. It's not the first time that's happened, though, is it? That no, no, that, that is. A, I just didn't know that was with a Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, and it was an issue of when you were planting berries. It'd get to the end of the year cycle, and then when it restarted, you would have to wait until... You would have to wait basically a full year in real time before your berries would grow. <laughs> rather than it just being one full day. Oh wow! Okay. And yeah, that's a bit of a bug. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and it, but that that was the first patch that they released. But there might have been other ways of getting it sorted. But you, yeah. you, you more than likely had to send your game off. No, that is yeah. The only other one I've heard of is I've probably mentioned to Dan before. But like, there's a Turok game. I can't remember which one. I think it's Turok Two. Mentioned it on here. Oh, have I? Well, yeah. then I won't. I won't go into details. But that that basically you couldn't finish the game on two player if you had the original. And you ha- they did that same thing. You could send it off, but now the the unbugged one it's different. That's a grey cartridge, and the bugged one's black. So I think that's right. Anyway, it might be the other way around. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But basically, the the unbugged one is worth a lot of money now. Whereas yeah. the the bugged one is quite a common game. It's just a bizarre little thing. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, but it's yeah. just the way. As, as we've mentioned many times, books the strange world of her. Uh, well, strange and. <laughs> Sometimes lucky, I suppose. You have to be lucky in it, I guess, with retro video game collecting. You just have to... If you could go back in time and go, well, well that's going to be worth money. How do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh, obviously we're talking about really when we played Pokemon, we were kids and we've mentioned the boom. Mm. One of the massive, massive things, and it was a massive headache for schools as well, <laughs> and parents alike, was the trading cards. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that, that was... That now, was obviously, we don't play it. Darius still collects them, but I'm just going to go just make... just. Briefly, I was going to say like what happened when it was massive for us. Like it was one Christmas, and Pokemon was all like to say the big boom was happening. And my dad had got me. I think it must have been a booster pack I got or something because I got a Charizard, I got a Zapdos, and I got I forgot the other shiny I had, but I had them three. And that's the only thing I can think of is I got I must have had a booster pack. There's no way you just got three packs and they were all in it. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I only ever got the little packs. I never saw it. I don't remember anything else. But obviously, the boost packs are a thing. So may, yeah. maybe, maybe I did. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what they were. If what you know, what set they were. I don't think they were first edition. I think though, people in my school did have first edition cards because I remember seeing it and thinking, "What does that mean?" Yeah. But I never say. I was. I was t- I, looking back. I know, like a lot of people will say now, whenever you hear on the news that. A Charizard card's gone for you know absolute ridiculous money. Guess what? Your Charizard card back in the day wouldn't be worth that because you were a kid. You were trading it around. You were handling it, getting your fingers on yeah. it, bending it. it. Makes it worthless. You, you had a Charizard, and everyone in your class it had been passed around. Everyone had seen it. Everyone had played with it. Mm. Yeah, so it's worthless now. So that's mm. one thing. If if you want to, you know. Make yourself feel better if you did have a Charizard card. Probably doesn't mean anything. Right? <laughs> no. And also, it needs to be the right set. It needs to be a first edition, shadowless. Shadowless, yeah. Base set. That's probably wow. to be worth anything. So, Because yeah. in that base set, there was only... It didn't have all the Pokemon. Was there, there was only like 102 cards, weren't there? And that included your energies and your trainers and stuff in the very first one. 
Yeah, d- because they released the jungle set. Yeah, I remember the Fossil was one. Yeah, and, and Fossil. They, yeah. I think they were the two that followed. I think there was 64 in Jungle and 62. Right. In fo- I think Fossil is still the smallest one to have been released. Really? I believe so, yeah, with 62. Yeah. I, and again, I could be, I could be way off yeah. with that. I only remember with Fossil, because I only had one Fossil card, and I traded it with something. It was a Hitmonlee, because I liked Hitmonlee. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I, I, that was the only one I had. I believe I had a, a Kabuto. Is it, oh, Kabu- yeah, is it Kabuto? Yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean. It's got yeah, ridiculous it's, Pokemon now. There's so, over 800 yeah. of them now. So. Yeah, and I think you slowly get to the point where, I mean, it did for me anyway, sort of mid-teens, where you, you're too far away from the first and second generation which for me were the ones I grew up playing and, and the ones that I still really like now. So you're sort of too far away from that generation, but they've created enough where it seems like they run, you know, they can run out of ideas or nothing is, is as, as unique. Well, I know in some of the generations of Pokemon, you've got Pokemon that are like a teapot and things like that. Yeah. And it's just in the first generation, I mean, obviously, if, you know, well, whoever like people like whatever they like, but in that first generation, most of them resemble some sort of animal or dinosaur or something, don't they? Yeah, that and, and it of, does it does come yeah. back to the developers. Um, I, can't, I can't remember which of the two it was, um, but he was big into insects and bug collecting. Yes, that was uh, oh, to Jerry. To Jerry, yeah, to Jerry, yeah, yeah, and yeah, a lot own. a lot of them were based on his his because yeah, he collected it. insects and, and bugs. And you still collect them, don't you? Yeah, it was. It's actually my my niece that has has, has reignited my my Pokemon card collecting. She she asked her for Christmas one year. What you know? What would you like for Christmas? Um, you know, I'm I'm not big on the scene of dolls and and kids mm. toys and stuff like that at the minute. So you know, I asked her what would you like, and and she said her friends were collecting Pokemon, and if I'd heard of them and could you know could she have some? And I thought this this is a great opportunity <laughs> for yeah. for myself to get back into them. So. I quickly found myself walking past the shop near my house most days thinking, I'll just go in and get a pack for my niece, which soon became two or three packs. And <laughs> by the time she come round at the weekend, there was still only one pack remaining and I'd opened eight or nine. You <laughs> became basically like a crack addiction. Yeah, you? yeah, ve- very quickly, very quickly, yeah. <laughs> well, so, so have you got any cards that are worth anything? I don't believe so. Mm. I, I, can't, I can't seem to find... Any of my old cards. What what one card I did have was a, a World Championship Blastoise. Um but again it wasn't in the greatest of condition. No. Um so it it would have been I mean in pristine condition, you know, a gem mint ten, it might have been worth so, a little bit of money, but So obviously when we talk about like how they're worth more, you have to send them off, don't you, to this company that values them. Yeah, and I I believe there are a couple of companies, but the, the big one is is uh you get them PSA rated. Yeah, mm. PSA ten. I've always heard that PSA. 10. Yeah, um, a, ge- a gem mint ten, and I mean that that is like the 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 top of the pile. That is the the big money. If if you've got a card, and again, a lot of the shadowless. Um, it's it's normally you know the 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 ones that are done wrong, whether it be the shadowless or. Yeah. What do you mean by shadowless? Sorry, that might be really. So there's a there's a board. So basically, on the card, the picture itself, the border, there was like a there was a shadow set. So it was almost like the picture was 3D. You know what I mean? Like it had a little shadow behind. I'm right in saying that, aren't I? It was like a little tiny shadow around I, the board. I believe it's it's the shadow underneath Is the Pokemon. Underneath? I, right. I believe so. Yeah, that's that's how I've always because I never had them as a kid. 
you know, I never had a Shadowless Charizard or, or right. and then that seems to be the one. Well, that that is the the card, the Holy Grail. Yeah, a first edition. <coughs> I can actually tell you why it's a why it's a Holy Grail. A first edition Shadowless base set Charizard in ten out of ten pristine condition has gone for over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Somebody out there has bought that. There is a guy out there. I think I think it's actually that guy who's got them all. Like he's got all the PSA tens. There's none in the wild because he's got them all. The, hmm. There was one that was bought by a rapper, a, a massive rapper called Logic. He paid, I believe, over two hundred twenty thousand dollars for one. And that was before um, the recent boom, wasn't it? I, be- I believe that was just before, or sort of leading into into the recent. And but that that is sort of the, around about the same time my my interest sort of reignited was what what we describe now as you know the the latest boom. You know, popularity on on social medias and, and YouTube and, and celebrities all getting involved. Just going back to the Shadowless um, and Shadow set, just for my own uh, sanity, I just looked it up, and yes, it is indeed around the border. There was just, a, and as you as you said, Jake, it's kind of mad that I just alters the money by absolute tens of thousands. Mm. Yeah, and and again, it's because it wasn't something that was intended. You know, with it being a mistake. Oh, is that what you meant? That with the print, yeah, with the printing, yeah. It, it, I believe it was a mistake. It wasn't. Um, I think it was as as they switched from different editions, because um, I think as they go from the first into the second issue, the colours were brighter, mm. slightly different font, um, and little things like that can can really. Well, this is the thing. Triple, like, you know, with, with this PSA ten thing, it isn't just like you, we see Logan Paul now. There's a new boom, and obviously Logan Paul, a YouTuber, he's he went through a stream, didn't he, of getting all these first edition base sets. And you see him on the live stream pulling out, you know, first edition Charizards, and it's a big deal. But the problem is, he can send that off. And yes, it's in pristine mint condition. But if, like, the, if something's just off by a millimetre on the artwork, devalues it. And there's nothing you can do about that. That's what's happened in the factory, which made it. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. It's just I'd, mental. I do believe even, and it's just from sort of watching channels on YouTube and... and I do believe there is a little bit of leeway. You know, a Gem Mint 10 could still have a very, very slight flaw, you know, whether it be a little bit of whiting in the corner or slightly off-centred. Because one of the big things is is your borders around the card, on the back of the card, not being central. Um, and, I mean, so, some of them are, are horrendous. Yes. So Some of them can, can be, you know, one mil on one side and then four or five mil on the other. It's Yeah, it doesn't have to be absolutely... No marks, no flaw, and especially when you're talking about cards that are 20, 20 years old. Do, do you think that when they started making these cards, anyone doing it thought, 20 years, these will go for hundreds of thousands? It just goes back to what I was saying before. You have to be very yeah. smart, don't you, to think, oh, yeah. well, I wonder if this will go for And, and, and it, I think it ties into what we were just saying, actually, about the glitches in the games and how do people come across them. And mm. I do believe with the cards... Things like that are because from what I've read, there was a um, hundred. I, I can't remember what what the card was now. I believe it was the the what they call the, the fat Pikachu. One of his cards there was a flaw, and there was a hundred or more that were released that that were spotted. They took ninety of them out of circulation and give them to the staff at the factory at the company, different levels, but left ten in circulation. So, you know, they still release them knowing these cards will be out there. Whether they know that is them because they'll be worth some value with them being unique, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing, because it's the same with... um, Sonny quoting Logan Paul again. 
There's a yellow cheeks Pikachu and a red cheeks Pikachu. Yep. In the and I've never seen. I think it's the red cheeks I've seen all the time. I've never seen a yellow. Either way, I've never seen this elusive one he talks about. I don't think he ever has, to be fair. But it must be out there if he keeps quoting it. Yeah, th- there was an issue with the jungle set, and I can't quite remember what it is. I think it was because each set, each expansion has a little logo, um, and I believe the jungle set was a little vile plume. It was. I remember that logo. Like yeah. Head, weren't it? yeah. And I, I don't know if it was that that was missing on some of them. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was the jungle or the fossil set, and I'm pretty sure it was the jungle set. There, there are some cards now that are worth a lot of money, but they aren't, you know, of the first editions, or you know, they might only be a couple of years old. Isn't but, it right? Um, quote me if I'm wrong. The gigantics ones, like the really, sh- like there's a shiny. I see it about sometimes, like a really, really shiny Charizard. Yeah, because yeah. the whole card's shiny. Like it's not just the picture; the whole card, and it's like a gigantics Charizard or something. Yeah, the the for me. You, if you look at a, a Pokemon card when it came out, there, w- there was very little in terms, and this is in no way sort of downplaying the work of any of the illustrators or other other designers, but it the the image was the Pokemon. There might have been a little bit in the background, or or whereas now you know a lot of cards, it's a full card design. It's you know, and you now get cards where there's multiple Pokemon on the card, and it, it's it's the whole card rather than just that little window of of illustration. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll agree with you there. Actually, I, I don't like that. I, I'd rather just the picture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For, for me, I, I, and I mean, some of the cards they've got now are, are beautiful looking cards. Some of the designs, the the the, the colorways are really nice looking cards. But for me, I mean, for me, my, my card was Gyarados. The, really? Yeah, that 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 was mine. I had a, I ended up with a shiny Gyarados at one point um, as a kid at school, and it, it felt like my whole mission of that time in my life was to obtain a shiny Gyarados. <laughs> hmm. um, whether it be trading 20 or 30 cards just to get this one. Um, that, that that was always, always mine. Okay. Would you say Gyarados is your favourite Pokemon then? Ooh, that, I mean, that's a bold call, but yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say so. Really? Wow. Yeah, whether it be in the games, I always like to have a, a any any team that I then go and defeat the Elite Four with or, or conquer the G- I do like it to be a Gyarados. Hmm. And I don't know if it's something about the... In the game, you have to grind to to get your magic up to level twenty to get one. Yeah, and when all it knows is is splash. Mm. I was actually I was going to say this earlier, but one thing with that with the games, like because obviously you got uh, you know you got your magic up, you normally caught them around level five, didn't you? So that's yeah, fifteen levels you have to get them up. Yeah, right. And for the first ten levels, you can't attack. Right. I yeah. want to know because obviously I did that knowing he evolved into Gyarados because I watched the cartoon. Right. Are there any, is there anyone out there that got a Magikarp and got it to evolve without knowing that was going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Did anyone stumble into that? Because it's it's such a hard thing to... Yeah, it, you know it, what I'm it to takes say? a lot of time. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, you, you either put them in your party first, then you, you take them out. That's how I did it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how. So yeah. if you didn't know it was going to evolve into Gyarados, I don't know no how. Point, would they? Yeah. No I just, I just wonder because I think that's the whole thing with it, isn't it? Is that like it's this? It's probably I, I would even. I hope I'm not wrong, but I'm guessing it's the weakest Pokemon you can get. I'd, Im- I'd imagine first. so. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree. With you if you know yeah. what I mean, and then um, what's it? And then ironically, it evolves into one of the strongest. So like, yeah. I just wonder if I just wonder if anyone just stumbled it's, upon that. Just briefly, because we will go into it later. Just briefly mentioning uh, Pokemon Go Magikarps. Like my on my Pokemon Go, my buddy's a Magikarp because it takes so many candies. To evolve him, 
and I've still I've been playing it for years. I've still not evolved one, and it's what I mean. I remember when it first came out, um, and I was watching some American stream, and there was a guy apparently on the um, there was like a sh- strip near this ocean, and he was walking up and down that all day catching magic guard for the candy, and he still couldn't do it. It's just ridiculous. But one funny thing is, there was a gym round here, and um, there was just one Pokemon in that gym, and it was a Magikarp, and it was called Fear Me. <laughs> it was just this magic, like level ten magic. Maybe one day that Magikarp will be feared. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you say your favourite Pokemon is, Jake? Uh, always used to. I used to say Raichu, um, but now it's Mister Mime. Oh yeah, you love Mr. Mime. Yeah. Mr. Mime. Oh, I don't even know why. No, I no, love that, Mr. That... Mime. I'll tell you one thing that gets on my nerves about um, yeah, I nearly, nearly did a bad thing there. Um <laughs> about uh, red Pokemon Red and Blue. You can only get him by trading him for an Abra with some kid in one of the houses. But the kid has given him a nickname, and the nickname is Marcel, right? You can't then change that nickname. So he's just called Marcel. Grinds my gears. <laughs> right, because I, I know in it might just be in sort of the later iterations of, of the games, you, you can yeah. go to someone's house, I can't remember whose house, or if it's a man or a woman, and you can change. The, I think they, they also rate your nicknames, yeah, that, but they can change them for you. You can't do it in that first You can't, one. right. Yeah. Like, no, I know it's a lot of things, but yeah, Mr. Mime's definitely my favourite, definitely. And then, then Raichu's probably behind Mr. Mime. Funny you yeah. say Raichu, Raichu's probably my favourite, or Charizard. <laughs> A bit of a vanilla kind of, you know. Yeah. Man See, I, 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 I do like I do like a a nice meaty Charizard, but <laughs> but no, it, the Blastoise. Oh, uh, Blastoise as well. Then. Yeah. Blastoise yeah. And okay. Yeah. Well, that's quite cool because for me, my favourite of those three would be Venusaur. So we're actually we're yeah, all and, three. And <laughs> as, as a kid, as and this this might offend you a little bit, Jay. But as a kid growing up, I could not see the point in Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, and Venusaur. Same. Same. That's I thought why they, I said it. I thought they were. It was. It was what the the weak child would pick. Well, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be the last time you're coming on. Yes. <laughs> No, well, it's funny, there's a meme I've seen, I've seen it a few times, where it's like a scene where, I think it's from the series, and there's like Charizard, like, firing his fire, there's Bull, uh, Blastoise, um, you know, with these water cannons, and there's like Venusaur, just <laughs> kind of like, somebody said... Looking what's intently. What's, yeah, what's, what's, he di- what's Venusaur doing? Someone commented, he's trying. Okay. <laughs> yep. But, but now, sort of having gotten back into Pokemon and... and Going through a lot of the the early games again, <laughs> Venusaur is one of my favourites. Oh, that's cool. And it, I think it has sort of sparked my my love for him now. But growing up, no, it was <laughs> I would I would never choose the the I grass don't think Pokemon. Anyone that I knew I ever ever chose a Bulbasaur. Well, I didn't real, I didn't realise it was it was like a thing people looked down on. It was just yeah one yeah the, the, I don't the, think the it bul- is, I mean, just, no. <laughs> And it, I, I do apologise. I apologise if I've offended anyone. But <laughs> just, the Bulbasaur kid was definitely. <laughs> Definitely looked down on in the Pokemon world. Christ, what bloody school do you go to? In <laughs> but no, it's bizarre actually because my first ever pack of Pokemon cards was before I'd played the game. I'd watched a bit of the series, but I only really knew like it just started on telly at the time, so I only really knew like Pikachu, Pidgey, you know what I mean? Like, Pidgey, yeah, just a few of them. One I thing I liked about the show was they had the little segment with the Pokedex. 
Oh, Which, yeah. like you've just said, if you only know a few of them, it do- that does help. Oh, who's you know? that Pokemon? No, yeah. no, 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 no. You no. mean every time he sees one, he gets his Pokedex out. Oh, no, know. sorry, no. I mean the, the, the who's that Pokemon. Oh. And, and... Oh, then I apologise. You mm. carry on. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Yeah, so yeah. sorry. Back to your, what no, you were saying. I was it's... just going to say, like, my first ever pack of Pokemon cards uh, used to be a newsagent. Well, you guys will know it. It was dug in holes. It was just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and that, that's where, like, Everyone lived around near where I lived would go for them. And uh, I was walking past with my granddad, and there was a group of kids I went to school with there. I mean, I wouldn't say they were like my, my friend. You know, I was friendly with them, but they weren't like my group of friends. And they'd all just bought a pack of Pokemon cards. And I was with my granddad. I said, oh, do you want a pack, Jake? I was like, oh, yeah, please. You know what I mean? First pack. And I opened it, and I was going through it. And I had a shiny Venusaur. And that was like my first pack. Wow. And again, I think that's another reason I kind of... Yeah. Like, but I yeah. remember, I didn't know who Venusaur was, if you know what I mean. Like, because I, I barely, I'd only just got into it. Yeah. Everyone around me was like, oh my God, you've got this. And I was like, yay, cool. You know? <laughs> Glad you didn't get mugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my granddad was there. He, he's a he, he's a tough man. Even now, actually, I still wouldn't mess with him, to be <laughs> honest. Like, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> Let's say, um, talk about Bulbasaur, where is he in the Pokedex, Jake? Bulbasaur is the first one. Ah, it? yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just yeah. put that down yeah. as a random fact because, oh. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know. What, what do you know? The first ever Pokemon that was ever designed. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. No, no. no I... it was Rhydon. That was the first Pokemon that was right. ever designed, apparently. And Pikachu is Japanese onomatopoeia for squeaking and shimmering. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, Mewtwo is before Mew in the Pokedex. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> That's I knew a bit that. random. Yeah. Here's one thing though I found. It kind of could have changed the course of history, this, but Clefairy was almost the face of Pokemon over Pikachu. Well, actually, I wanted to mention that on here because I think I've, I've def- if I've not mentioned it on here, I've definitely mentioned it to people before, but I don't think when Pokemon was started, Pikachu was meant to be anything special. In red and blue, he's very much just a random Pokemon yeah. that you can only catch in one area in Viridian yeah. Forest. Is it Viridian Forest? It is, yes. It's the yeah, forest, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, yeah, like, uh, and it's just there, and that's just pretty much it. He could evolve into Raichu, which is a stronger, but he's not like an elite level Poke- yeah, Pokemon. And I, I, I don't think he was ever meant to really be anything other than just another Pokemon. I don't think it was until the series. Yeah, it was definitely the yeah. series that, because it, there was then one of the. Was, would it have been Pokemon Yellow? Yes, yeah, where that was the one where Pikachu. He, well, he follows you. He doesn't go I'm into the glad, Pokeball. Yeah, I'm actually glad you've mentioned it because Pokemon Yellow, yeah, was released to be basically capitalise on the Pikachu boom, and essentially it, they they changed the character of Red, the main character from Pokemon Red and Blue, to look a bit more like Ash Ash Ketchum, and obviously to follow the whole narrative of the anime. Mm. Pikachu didn't want to go get in his ball, so he followed yeah. you around. There's a lot of things, like all the Pokemon sprites and the battles are different. They look a lot more like they do in the series in yellow, um, like yeah. in red and blue. They, they look similar, but they look a bit different. Like Pikachu looks a lot. They all just look different. Um, and what's the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, and also, uh, Team Rocket in red, and, they're in red and blue, but Team Rocket in... Um, Yellow, Jesse and James turn up here and there. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Obviously, they're, they're not in. Yeah. So it's just basically, it's the same game, but they've just shoehorned in a few little links to the series, which is a good idea, really. It probably helped. It probably did help to. Yeah. And, and I suppose that, like we were saying before about going back and playing through, uh, you know, I, I would I had Emerald as a kid, but I wouldn't go back and play Emerald. I suppose with, with, with how Yellow, how that come about, that then set the precedent for the likes of Emerald mm. and. and Crystal and the third in a in a yeah. 
in a duo, so to speak. I'm going to say it now. It's a very bold statement to say, but I think if it wasn't for Pokemon, I don't know if we would still have had Game Boys going forward. Handhelds? So, mm, hand, I, I, no, I'm sure, of course we would. I don't know. Of course we, we would. I, I think they'd still be a bad. I don't think they'd be near as popular. The, the sales for the Game Boy at the time that Pokemon was released, and I believe it was one of the reasons why Nintendo weren't too keen on the idea of Pokemon at first, the Game Boy sales started to decline mm. or, or weren't sort of staying around for as long as they thought they would. And when they when they went to Nintendo with the idea of Pokemon, releasing them as a game, they didn't think there was much point with... with they, the, they originally turned well, it down, really, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, with, with the console well, declining. It was, it was originally pitched as Capsule Monsters by Tajiri. And it was only when Miyamoto kind of got onto the... He became a mentor of it that he... He really kind of held yeah. back for it. And I believe he was he involved with the likes of Zelda and, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, because yeah. I mean it's the godfather of a, a lot of that <laughs> sort of side of, of early games like that were, were sort of a little bit before my time. Um and again, like I said, I, I didn't have a Game Boy myself until my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Advance SP. That was Ooh, that was wow, that, yeah. that was my my first one. Christ, my sister cool. had one, um like I say, me and my cousin had one between us. But yeah, so for me, a lot of them games, a lot of the early Mario games, games like that, weren't they weren't really my sort of era. That's mad, that. No. So the, SP, the Game Boy Advance SP to me was like a later one because oh, yeah. I had the Game Boy Advance, like the pur- yeah. purple one. Yeah. So. But no, it's funny what you're saying about the Game Boy sales declining. By the time Pokemon came out over here, like it had already been the Game Boy had already been out ten years. Game Boy came really? out in 1989. Really? Yeah, and then Pokemon, obviously it released in Japan a lot earlier, but like over here it was 99 when it came out, as we we established earlier today. Yeah. like And it just broke new life into it. I don't know if broke's a word, but you know what I mean. (laughs) We're going to accept it. There we go. Um, Yeah, but then obviously, because the Game Boy Color, if it wasn't out, it was pretty much... Yeah, but it was pretty swiftly after. That was the green one. Was it a was the Game Boy Color a green console? Colors. Right, uh, there was a green one. Uh, right, I think they were all different colors, basically. Oh, okay, you know yeah, I mean? because but... I believe the only one I've ever seen was a green one, mm. um, and I think that so we had one of them between us after. Yeah, and like the Game Boy Color could play all Game Boy games. As yeah, well. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously we've mentioned it, but the uh, it's the game spawned. It's well, before going forward, it's kind of mad really that with you know this these these two games essentially one game spawned this universe now that you know we can talk about the tv series we can talk about the pokemon cards we can talk about the actual games mm. it's mad that this you know what what the power pokemon has as 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 was said in the the intro it's the biggest franchise in the world like nothing touches it I, nothing I in the world believe i read somewhere it's worth 90 billion Something US dollars. Ridiculous. I don't know that again. That that could be outdated or, or slightly never wrong. Never be but able to be brought out by anybody. No, and and I believe that was a fair way ahead of. I mean, you put that into context. Uh, Call of Duty. I believe that at the, at the time that this article I'd read was was produced, it was that was only seventeen billion. Well, only. <laughs> yeah. Well, we say only. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. mental. But you know, going on to the TV series, like as a kid when it was first out. Used to love it. Watched the whole first series. I remember that, but I, I just never really got into it. I know you did, didn't you, Jake? Oh, I struggled to get on board after the uh, after the introduced new Pokemon, like the second generation. I don't know what it was. I was just like, oh, I'm not really interested anymore. But I, I, at the time, I didn't get it. I just thought, well, why? I like, but now I kind of understand. You need yeah. to keep it fresh. But 
Uh, yeah, so I just, but that first, I, 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 I mean, I, you know, I don't remember much of it now, but like that first sort of era, I don't know if it was a season or a few seasons, but up to the first movie and then a bit beyond, yeah, I absolutely loved it. And uh, I went and actually watched it, well, it was a few years ago now, but I found it was called Pokemon Origins, which was actually a miniseries that followed the games to the dot, if you know, well, with a few liberties, but that that was really good. I don't right, think- so that's not something I've I've heard anything about no i don't know when it would have came out uh, but no it's literally it's only six episodes long and it just follows the events of the games like yeah. I, know, I know the series loosely does but this does it misses a few bits it skips bits like there's a Lav- lavender town episode if you know what i mean the focus yeah. on that but there's some gyms it just skips over it just sort of tells you oh and then he went and defeated i can't remember the electric guy i can't remember his name oh lieutenant Surge. yeah does he find a snorlax in the road that he can't get past yeah oh, that's good at least it keeps that snorlax away. always used to wind yeah. me up <laughs> <laughs> just, just couldn't go any further past him. yeah yeah no we'll really? say funny talking actually just briefly again uh, lavender town Obviously, we've all heard the story, whether or not it's true or not. Have you heard the creepy pasta about Lavender Town? I've I've heard I've heard there's there's some sort of very whether whether you want to call them Easter eggs or or sort of slightly creepy undertones in the game in terms of. Well, the thing is, it, this is not really it's not actually an official thing, but it's a it's a like a kind of campfire horror story anyway. Yeah, it's, it's been around for yeah, creepy pasta. Yeah. Lavender Town itself is a bit of a creepy place, isn't it? And yeah. the music's quite unsettling. Mm. Well, we our version of the music is just the pitch is just slightly lower, and I don't know if it actually is. That's it is. What, it oh actually no, it is. actually is. And okay. from that, I think people suddenly went. I, I think this is where the you know it got kind of got. Um, Traction, so to say, but apparently at the time there were kids committing suicide after playing Pokemon, and apparently it was something to do in Japan. Japan, In Japan, yeah, apparently, apparently, yeah, I don't, I don't believe it, yeah, like him. Um, but apparently, it was something to do with the frequency of Lavender Town that sent these kids. Wow, which obviously, (laughs) to me, it's yeah, but that's definitely not something you want. It's not something you'd want your game associated with, yeah. I suppose, is it? It's, no, it's, it's, definitely not. But it's stuck here. That has, yeah. It's just one of these urban legends now. It just knocks yeah. around the internet constantly. I, I won't go into detail, but I, I would imagine you know about this. I don't know if you will, but after this, at some point, go and look up Pokemon Black. Oh, God, yeah. How did I forget about that? that that's another like creepy pasta gaming story about a bootleg Pokemon cartridge. Yeah, was, I'd, I'd, yeah. I've, I've briefly heard about a, a bootleg... <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's, we'll have to show you after. Yeah, that, like, like, yeah. We won't, like if you're interested, just type in Pokemon Black on Google. I'm sure there'll be lots. Be- because of... uh, I mentioned briefly before about. Oh no, because um... no, you'll get black of black and white. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Just putting no, creepy pasta. Pokemon yeah. creepy pasta. Right. Yeah, Sorry, Darius. Yeah, yeah. I, I briefly mentioned before about uh, playing like a you know on an emulator. Mm. Um, I believe it was on a, a laptop I had growing up. I, I downloaded them as an emula- emulators and ROMs and and what one of them you could get on that was. Pokemon Black, and I mean, this was before Pokemon Black and White come out, so it would have been yeah the the, the bootleg them, the yeah. the oh wow again though it's probably what what that is is somebody's been inspired by the story because it's again yeah. It's no yeah. proof to say that it you know just quoting again a Zelda thing the Ben Drown thing yeah I was know? actually thinking about yeah. that too yeah um, let's well, not go going into in, yeah this yeah, is another we're level going into of, a completely yeah. uh, genre here but well, not even genre creepy pastors <laughs> copy and pasted stories on the internet creepy pastors um, anyway <laughs> moving swiftly on I finally got there in the end but the TV series there I didn't really watch did you, did you get into it much Darius? Um, it, it was something on a, on a weekend that was on in the mornings 
sort of in, I think it was in between SpongeBob and Power Rangers oh, wow. or something. Glory days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so on a weekend, I'd I'd be kicking it about in the front room, sort of playing, Kick, kicking it about. Yeah, you know, playing playing keep your peace with a balloon or because there were too many ornaments for footballs in my house. <laughs> um, and and it was on, and I had it on because I liked the cards, I liked the games, but the the TV shows, and again, it's probably why I never sort of had, had much with the Pokemon Origins. Is I was never big into the films or the or the, the TV shows, and even now since I've I've tried to get into them, and it's not some, something I think I can. But oh, I, I love the games and the the, the cards. No, I think um, I think I could get back into the TV show, like because I've been like. Like recent in the last year or so, I've been watching a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh, which is something I was never into at the time. Yeah, but now I absolutely love. But I don't want to open that shell of um, watching another thing and just getting yeah. hooks on that. Because there know were what I mean. several hundred, is it eight, nine hundred, maybe a thousand episodes oh, of Pokemon? Is it thousands? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Really, over a thousand. Really, yeah, yeah. After because for for me it was the the third generation. I believe was was Ruby and Sapphire. And that was the first one, like I said before, that I actually owned. The first and second generation, obviously, I played, and, and they were the cards I had. The, so, so the first, second, and third generation I was heavily invested in. Um, I believe the fourth generation, would that have been Diamond and Pearl? I think so. I don't know. I, I might have potentially missed something there, but I believe, and they were the first ones on the DS. I might, you might be right. You might be, I don't know. I'm so I, I was invested in them because I had a DS and... It was at school. We, we used to take them to school. You'd, I mean, we, we used to smuggle our Game Boy Advances into school. Um, and if it was sunny, you'd play football. If it was raining, you'd sneak off and you'd all go and play on your Game Boys. So for me, after Diamond and Pearl, I struggled to stay invested in Pokemon. I think, again, because I had reasons to be invested in the, the, the previous generations. But from then, it was, oh, they brought out another 70. They brought out another 100 Pokemon. But it was... Like say based on a teapot, or it, it it seemed to be that where where are they going to find another hundred unique ideas from? No, exactly. Well, you know, it just goes back to what you said. That's why you, that's why I think I fell out of love with it. I remember going seeing the first movie mm-hmm. um, in cinema with. I've said it before, but it was funny because it's the only movie I ever went with uh, my granddad to see. God rest him. And I used to, I always think to myself, why was it any great? Because obviously, Granda was probably up to visit. They probably turned around and said, oh, I know this Pokemon thing. They want to go see that. So he was like, okay, I'll go see it. Poor Granda. I, <laughs> I know he was asleep throughout the whole thing. Like, I yep. looked over and yep. he was just dead. He was asleep. Like, he was gone. So he probably just went for a nap. <laughs> Very expensive nap. Yeah, I remember my grandma took me and my cousin, the cousin that I played the games with. And we. I don't remember the film. I've only watched it the once as a kid. You know, I would have, I would have been very young, and I, I just remember being upset after and crying, crying after we'd left, and then I've never watched it since. I don't, don't know if that scarred me or. So about thirteen, were you now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad must really love me because he took me to see it twice. He went to see it in Stockport, and then there was a whole thing going on the Scout Hut. Which do you, do you know where that is? No, I don't I, think I'll listen to it. Oh, right. No, like there's a, a place, it's, it's where, where the scouts, you know, like Boy Scouts and stuff do this, but they rent it out for other things during times because it's, it's not even that big, to be honest, but they put on a they put it on there for some yeah. reason. That's how big Pokemon was. They just put like a little, pro, well, a little big projector screen. And Simone, my sister, I don't know why I named her, but my sister wanted to go see it. So my dad took an office out because I was there. I said, oh, well, I'll go see it again. I've really liked that movie. I really like the series. But I think... 
I think it might be a mix of two things as well, which I should touch on with the, the new generation of Pokemon. One thing you've got to remember when the series came out and all, you know, the game, uh, TV series, all that, is me and you, Dan, we were the prime age for people to be into. Yeah, it, like, it, it was aimed at... Yeah, at, like 9, 10, yeah. we were about that age. So, like, by the time the next generation came out, we were probably almost teenagers, so it might be a bit of just growing out of it naturally. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that definitely was, but you don't you, at the time. You don't think, "Oh, I'm too old for this." You just think, "Oh, I'm not really that into that anymore." Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah, I have been. Exactly. Yeah, and, and that was definitely how it was for me. Sort of mm. secondary school, you know. I, I was I was one of the oldest in my year, so I was sort of eleven, going up to secondary school, and maybe for the first year I was there. Maybe the second year. We were still playing them on the DSs, See, but that's, after that's that, it was. Differ. That's really where we differ because we we stopped in primary school. I don't think I brought mine to secondary school. No, it was uh, it, it was would have been on Game Boy Advance by the time we got to. No, what was it? I can't remember. I can't remember. We're old as hell anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I mean, for you know, for me that that was then when I started going playing football more or mm. just just hanging around being a nuisance. <laughs> no, but like I said, with the the whole handheld things other than pokemon i've never really bothered with them and to be honest no when i play pokemon a lot of the time after a while for the nintendo 64 you can get a thing called a transfer pack which goes into the back of the controller and it's got a slot for game boy cartridges yeah so if you've got pokemon stadium you can just play the game through your n64 right. and as soon as i figured out i could do that i just did that handheld game games has never been something i've been big into other than other than for pokemon yeah and I think if they were released on, you know, the home consoles or whatever the brand it has, I think I probably wouldn't have played handheld. You know, that's one thing I really wish that happened in my childhood is there was an actual console version of Pokemon. Mm. Yeah. There was always games, weren't there? Yeah. Like Stadium Snap, but they yeah. were never... I, I think was yeah. what was the one on the GameCube, was it Coliseum? Mm. Never like, played Coliseum. No, it, it wasn't a game I ever had. I think, um, I think Callum... One of my friends, well, one of our friends, Callum, he had, he had Coliseum. I believe there was another one, and I can't quite think what what the. But so, what yeah, was. there was there was there was know. loads of console games, but I mean, like we never got. Oh, I know actual, exactly what you mean. No, you know, when you actually think about the concept of Pokemon on the on the Game Boy, it's kind of mad, isn't it? It's a full blown RPG open world thing. Yeah, on a little handheld. Yeah, yeah. on a console, it could easily do it. Absolutely. For some reason, it I mean, just th- never th- did. There are it. others on the Game Boy as well, but I yeah, know what you exactly. mean. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose while while we're on the subject of uh, spin-offs, like I I myself can't really say I've played many. I know about them. I know about Pokemon Snap, Mystery Dungeon. But I know for a fact, Dallas, you really liked Mystery Dungeon. I I loved, absolutely loved. I I cannot tell you how much I loved Mystery Dungeon. So, so what what the, is the, it? The, yeah. Just, yeah, it's the opening to the game. You you do a little quiz. You get asked a load of questions, and okay. each time the questions are different. Um, and based on your answers to these questions, you get recommended a Pokemon. So, um, you know, if, if your questions are quite sort of introverted and quite sort of gentle, that sort of thing, it, it, that'll, you'll more than likely come out with, with a Pokemon that is like that, whereas if, if yours are quite brash and quite bold, you'll end up with a different Pokemon. And so you, you play as a Pokemon and you wake up with, uh, you're woken up by an, another Pokemon and you're a little bit confused, a little bit dazed, where am I? Um, and you later find out why in the story, without spoiling, you later, later find out in the story why you're a little bit confused and dazed. You then form a rescue team where you go into dungeons 
to and, and like there's, a, there's a rescue f- team of Pokemon. Yeah, of Pokemon. You and right. a partner, um, you know, and you, you choose whether it be Pikachu or Cubone or any. It, it's mainly the starter Pokemon, and then there's a couple of like Pikachu, uh, Cubone, Meowth, and you then form a rescue team. You have a little base, and over the time of the game, there's little events where your base then becomes bigger. You know, you do some work on it, it's then even bigger. It's better, um, and you you buy these friend friend areas, friend zones, where you that then enables you to recruit Pokemon for that friend zone to join your team. You go into these dungeons, and I mean, for me, I always remember going to get Rayquaza, or Rayquaza, or however you want to pronounce it, um, and there was a hundred floors, and you have to go around this, navigate this floor, and there's items that you pick up, there's coins, and you fight other Pokemon. Say, like, for me, I, I always used to try and be Cubo, and he was one of the best ones to be. Mm. And you, you, you fight these other Pokemon, and you navigate through them. You go up the stairs onto the next one. But there was a, there was a proper story behind it. There was all the legendary Pokemon. There, you know, that still had all the evolutions, all that sort of side of it. But it, it was such a unique spin on rather than being the being the trainer, you were the Pokemon, and it was such a an immersive sort of way. Of, it, it was it was just so unique, mm. and you got to see it from the other side of. Of, of of being you know playing the Pokemon games, being in the Pokemon world. Well, that does sound really cool. No, no more questions really from that. Yeah. You really did sum it up really well. No, it, it, it really was a good game. Oh, awesome. but when we do talk about spin-offs, obviously it's Pokemon Snap. I've never really played that. Have you? No, I, I remember no. it coming out, and I just thought, I, even then, as like a. 10, 11 year old kid just thought that just sounds stupid. You're just taking photos. You're just basically yeah. photographing. I'm yeah. not saying it is. I just remember that was my thought at the there time. Was yeah. Pokemon Ranger as well, I believe, on the DS. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't know about that one. There's um, obviously it's Pokemon Pinball. That's for the Game Boy. I think yeah, that I remember a- that. That that game, uh, the actual cartridge had a battery slot in it that you could put a AAA battery in and then it would make the Game Boy rumble. You know, I could control it rumbles. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a little cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Pokemon Stadium mentioned that already. Yeah, Same Coliseum. Coliseum well. and Stadium are basically... So, so what, 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 I, what was Stadium? Where, where did this right. fall on the, the po- timeline? Pokemon Stadium was the same generation as Red, Blue and Yellow. And, right, uh, yeah. That's what I was on about. You know, I was saying about how uh, you could play Red, Blue and Yellow through the through your N64 yeah. at Pokemon Stadium. Again, same applies for um, gold and silver if you had Pokemon Stadium 2. That was also right. for that was that generation. But the thing was, not only could you play those games through Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium, you battled, but obviously, I say better graphics. I mean, yes, they were better graphics, but they were N64 graphics Pokemon. So they looked a lot better than just a sprite on a yeah. screen, if you know what I mean. And they battle, you could tell them to do moves exactly the same, but you could use your Pokemon you'd caught in red and blue on Pokemon Stadium and do the tournaments on that. Oh, right. And it was pretty cool. And then there was the mini games. That was that's what I spent most of my time on. You know, like Mario Party mini games. There's about eight or nine of them, and they're they're all top notch. If you know what I mean. There's one that's like Magikarp Jump, where you have to get him to just splash high enough to press a button, and it's literally just it counts how many times you've done it. The Lickitung one's the best. There's four Lickitungs in like a room. You're like a Japanese sushi bar with the conveyor belts and yeah. stuff, and you've got to eat food, and different foods worth different amount of points. You know, basically just party mini games. <laughs> it's that sort of game. And then Pokemon Stadium Two was more of the same. And um, yeah, well, but- was that Coliseum or was that Stadium? No, they were both Stadium. I've never played Coliseum. Oh, I've, but- I've always assumed Coliseum was Stadium, but number two. I think it is, but I think it's the third, basically. Right, I, th- I think. Right, again, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I, say that, I, yeah. I just remember that was on the GameCube. Yeah. It was never one I had. I one, never had a GameCube. One and two were on the N64. 
But yeah, but my favourite Pokemon spin-off game though was for the Wii U and now the Switch. That's that Pokken tournament, you know the uh, the the tournament fighter game. If you ever either of you two ever played, I've that never one? played it. I know of it because you had. And it. What's that? Is that like it's like, it's like Pokemon, it's like, but it's like, like, like Tekken. Tekken. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's exactly what I've it never... is. Yeah, it's. I it, I find it mad to believe that it took Pokemon from being nearly twenty years old until they actually brought out a Pokemon fighting game that's like a proper fighting game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where you can use special moves and stuff. It's... Because I'm I'm sure in one of the I don't know if it, it was a Super Smash Bros game or. One of them sort of, of yeah. the fighters. I think you could have Pikachu in it or, yeah, P- or one Pikachu, of the Pokemon. Pichu, uh, Jigglypuff, uh, I think Kabuto. Not Kabuto. What, one of a newer generation Pokemon that's quite popular in it. Yeah. And also in Smash Brothers, what's quite cool is, I'm sure you'll know this, but with all the items you can pick up and use, Pokeballs are one of them. So you'll throw them and that could be one of any Pokemon that'll just come out and help you for a brief time. Right. That's really cool. But yeah, that if you ever get a chance, Pokken Tournament. I mean, I had it for the Wii... Well, I've still got it for the Wii U, but there is a Switch version as well. If, oh, I'll uh, have to have a look at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, there's Detective Pikachu. Now, that's obviously a very funny one because it's actually, weirdly, the only Pokemon game, yet it's a spin-off of the Pokemon mainline games, to get a movie. Yeah, I mean, is the movie based on that or is it just sort of... I don't think so. No. See, I've not seen the movie either. Oh, you've not seen the movie? I've oh, not Darius seen the movie. It's really good. It's... It, Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. Sounds a bit odd, but I yeah I went in just with the usual. We've, we've covered it before the video game movie thing. Ah, well, not going to do it. Yeah. It is, and I'm, I'm I, I, it's, this will be my hill to die on if if, if I'm wrong. But <laughs> I generally think it is the best video game adaptation we've ever had. Really? Yeah, it's such. Don't get me wrong; it's not perfect, but it's it's it's. I'd watch it again. Like it's it's got it's got, and also it's. Um, it isn't like, don't get me wrong, it obviously does appeal to a casual audience. There are little things in it, though, that if you're into Pokemon, you'll get. Like, there are little yeah. Easter eggs and things. And even so much, like, to the, to the plot, there's a certain point that if you don't know what a certain thing is, you'll be like, you'd be a bit lost if you didn't really know. Are, are there other Pokemon in it? Yeah, or yeah, is yeah. Pe- it's yeah, set it, in a world where Pokemon just, are. Yeah. Oh, so it's not just that Pikachu no, is in no. a human world. Oh, no, it's okay. set in, no. a, in the world where Pokemon the, is. And... Yeah. The thing that's strange is uh, that, like, the, I mean, I'm not really spoiling anything because it's in all the marketing for it, but the thing that's odd about the Pikachu is he's talking and only this one kid can understand him. Everyone else just thinks he's going like, Pika, Pika. Do you know what I right. mean? But like, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, yeah. definitely you watch it. Anyone else listening is not watching it. Go out and watch it, honestly. Well, I, th- I think that's what I'll be watching tonight, then. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. It's really, really good. Obviously, um, well, we'll finally get onto it now. Another spin-off of Pokemon Go. Mm. You know, uh, when we talk about the, Poke- the the booms, as we talked about before, the Pokemon booms, the ones when it first came out, the trading cards and all that, it did come back with a vengeance with the, when they finally released this mobile game called Pokemon Go. Yeah. Believe it or not, that was five years ago. I know. I, I do believe as well the Pokemon Go boom, because I, I believe there was probably three three sort of peaks for Pokemon. I believe Pokemon Go was potentially a different audience or maybe a slightly newer audience. Yeah, you know, you know it, yeah, it maybe figure. didn't peak the interest across the rest of the franchise. You know, maybe people weren't then thinking, oh, I play Pokemon Go, now I'll go and buy Pokemon cards, or yeah. now I'll go and play Sun and Moon, or X and Y, or... Whatever was the one at the time. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, do, I, believe, I believe, and with it being, that was the first kind of, of that sort of game for Pokemon. You know, like, I don't really know what it, what 
genre it had come it's under. Really a game, AR. I mean, it is a game. Yeah, AR. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It like was, it, at the time, there was a few knocking around. There was a game called Ingress. I remember that you and one of you and your flatmate had that, didn't you? Yeah, you used to be obsessed with it. For, yeah. I remember yeah. there was one. There's a bit off topic, but there was one story where I went to his right. And uh, what's it? Him and his flatmate at the time, they were both playing this Ingress game, and I don't really get it. It's like, it, but apparently it's similar to Pokemon Go. You go and take over areas of your town. I don't really know. I'm not going to pretend to do. But basically, something was happening in town, which was close to where they lived. And him and his flatmate looked at each other, and went, "Oh, he's there right now," and just legged it out of out of their <laughs> flat that I was sat in, and they were just gone. They were like. All right, so I, you know, I made myself a drink, and then his buzzer rang, and his sister was there, and I was like, "Well, yeah, come up, I suppose." <laughs> so, like, me and his sister were sat in his flat, and he wasn't there. And he I was wasn't like, there. And she was like, "Where is he?" I was like, "I really don't know." If you know what I mean, he's just gone. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I definitely believe it was a. a it brought a, maybe a whole new audience. You know, like yeah, they had the the big boom, the big like every game really. You know, they get when they first come out, they're always massive, like Among Us, Fall Guys, Call of Duty to some ex- to some extent. But obviously, it did drop off dramatically. But I think it has because it's still got an audience. Like uh, yeah. I've said it before, but we I got back into it there a few years ago. Again, even that was a few years ago. But even then, I was surprised because it was me and a mutual friend Dale. He'd be happy I mentioned him on the podcast. Hmm. <laughs> he. Me and him went even to Glossop for a community day with another friend, Andy, who's been on this podcast, Andy Walker. And I was amazed by the amount of people that were still playing it because it was a community day. Everyone was out playing it. Like, if you saw somebody on their phone and they saw you, they would usually engage in conversation or you could engage with them. It's still got an audience. When when you think about it, in our small little sleepy towns that are doing it, what about the cities? Probably millions are still playing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went with a mutual friend of ours to to Manchester. We went and played it there. We went... I mean, you know, we went to a few bars, had a few beers, but we went primarily just to go and catch Pokemon. Mm. Because, you know, it, where where we live in this little town, there's not an awful lot of Pokestops, which, which uh, it's normally like a pub or place of interest in, in your local area, are set up as Pokestops. You go to Manchester and you're tripping over them. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and it's, it's these, definitely designed to be a city yeah, game. Yeah, and at the Pokestops, obviously you get, you know, any the currencies, whether it be the Pokeballs or berries or... Um, potions, things that think things that you then don't have to pay for, you know, and, and when you're not wanting to join the world of microtransactions, you know, you go to Manchester and you don't have to. Because, you know, you walk around for twenty minutes and you've got the day's worth of of mm. potions and pokeballs and it's 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 funny. Whether it be a meme or a joke, but at the time I saw this it was like a it was a meme going around, but of a guy that was apparently stationed in Iraq and he was like, How do I play this game? And he was obviously just in the wilderness and there was nothing. No Pokemon, nothing. <laughs> obviously <laughs> he might have been a bit of a troll because he because he get internet, but, <laughs> but obviously when we talk about, as you said, it resonated with certain parts of the audience and with others it didn't. Prime example. Jake didn't give a flying crap about that. Didn't game. get it. I love no. Pokemon. I did. I like. Dan explained it to me, and I could see the glint. In the, like, you know, when it was coming out, the joy you, in my eyes. You could see, it. and I was there, like, I was like, "That's a damn. That sounds terrible." You know, yeah. what I, mean? I, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it now. I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I'm, only because you brought it up, I'm gonna say this, but I'm not gonna go to anyone playing it and say, "What the hell are you doing?" That yeah. is, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. I just don't get it. I just, I don't get the appeal of it. But a lot of people clearly do. So, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think they tried to push it as being a way of helping. You know, a way of getting people out of the house, getting people exercising, and to an extent, I do. You know, I do believe that is what mm. 
what a large part of it was. It, it did. You know what? It, it, there was a great sense of community. It's still there now. And there is, I think that's why they call them community days. Because it, it was. Mm. Like, you, you'd you going out and I was talking to people I wouldn't even talk to. You'd sit on a bench and a girl would sit next to us. But you're right. You know what I mean? Oh, what have you done today? Don't get that now. No. So, in a way, it did yeah. bring people together. It was a great time in... I think I think I saw like you know you get these quotes don't you on Instagram and I think somebody put like can we go back to the summer of Pokemon Go and everyone was just friendly and talked to each other and it's yeah like, true yeah. let's like, say we we went to Piccadilly Gardens and we we were sat there and you, you struggled to find somewhere to sit and I mean in the summer yeah it's normally yeah it's you know it's it is normally uh, pretty busy but every you, you and you could tell everybody was doing the same thing yeah. Yeah. you were all there playing Pokemon and you know whether you. I would have been 20, 21, 22 at the time. You know, whether you're that or whether you're 13, 14, whatever age you were, you're all there for the same thing. And it does, it, it brings people together. It, well, it was a great... There was there was footage in Times Square that apparently there was, um, I think it was a Dragon Knight had been spotted. And there was, a like, I'm not joking, about 100 people in this crowd running and screaming because they yeah. wanted to find this Dragon Knight because it's a rare poker. Right. You know what I mean? yeah. It's, um, at the time, PewDiePie, still massive YouTuber, he lo- loaded a few videos about it. And like, there's a video of them just going around town. And he, as he even quotes saying, if he heard somebody in the distance shout Charizard, he'd like run into like moving traffic to get to, you know. Oh, yeah. It was, it was like, the hold it had on the world and just us yeah. as gamers. Yeah, my commute to work used to be, I used to walk to get a lift sort of 10, 15 minutes in the morning somewhere to get a lift then to work. So that 10, 15 minutes in the morning, and then the same again coming home. That all used to add up for hatching my eggs and, <laughs> and all that side of it. So, but, yeah, it was... You know, funny little side sure. story, to be fair. Do you know up near where we work? Yeah. You know the cemetery? There's a poker stop there, isn't there? There's two yeah. poker stops there. Do you know who actually made them? No. Me. Really? That's actually me, because in, because I talk, we talked about Ingress. Here's just a little cool little side note for it. Made by the same people, Niantic. Ingress essentially took the data that people, because as Jake was saying, you had to take over little things. Mm. When that game was like vanilla, you went around taking photos of things that were points of interest, right? Yeah, because yeah. I used to walk up to our work, I thought, this is a, and it's way out of the way, so I can control these things. Mm. So long and behold, Very when Puzzle Go comes out, suddenly, and I'm like, wow, and then the photos of them, they're my photos from years wow. ago to play Ingress. Oh, didn't yeah, that's my that, little man. claim that's to cool. fame. <laughs> but anyway, going past Pokemon Go before Jake uh, falls asleep. We're on about spin-offs. Let's talk about, not really, I can't say knockoffs. It's not fair on them to say knockoffs, but uh, copycats, as you will. Oh, or, yeah. So, Digimon. Did you ever watch Digimon, Jake? No. Did you ever watch Digimon? No, Do you know, I watched Digimon more than I watched Pokemon. Wow. Which, wow, you were that kid. And now I've just said that out loud. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very ashamed and disappointed in myself. But I actually watched Digimon more. I, I couldn't sort of reenact or, or relive or speak about what happened in Digimon. I wouldn't be able to tell you what any of the monsters were, what the storyline was. But as a kid, it, it was, again, it was it was on around about the same time as, as when Pokemon was. But as, as, as a standalone cartoon... I really enjoyed it. I don't know if there was cards or games that came with it. There was something that the kids at our school had that I remember, and they were tiny little handheld things. I mean, they were like keyring size. And if you put that, it had like, I don't know what it was, something that connected on the top. And if you connected that to another one of them, you could then battle your... Oh, yes. I, I do remember, remember them. them. Yeah. 
That's but, unlocked a memory in my head, though. Yeah, they, 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 were, they, were, they were sort of like Tamagotchi. They oh, were yeah, like Tamagotchi. I was just about to say, same sort of time of, as Tamagotchi, yeah, yeah. That sort of technology, that sort of very bitty, just, you know what I mean, yeah. Right, so I remember, it's unlocked a memory, because I remember seeing them advertised and stuff, and thinking, they look really cool, just a pity I don't like Digimon. Like, you know what I mean? I just thought, yeah. well, you know what I mean? It was like something I really would have probably got into. Well, but that, I just... that, those were the things I heard of much well before I heard of any cartoon or anything. I just thought that was that was just what they were. And then a bit later, a cartoon came along. But obviously, at the time, even then, I just thought, oh, well, that's just like Pokemon, but not as good. I mean, yeah, I, I have I no it, idea what it's like, I think but that's it, just what um, I thought when... It died on its arse, didn't it, unfortunately, for it. Well, no, it's actually still going well, now. Well, yeah, no, it's still going, but <laughs> I mean, that it, it, it compared to Pokemon. Oh, God, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah. It was I'm, I'm assuming it... it Came after Pokemon. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. It... Well, we're all just assuming that, but for all I know, it might not have done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is not something I know. I'm yeah, just like, assuming it was I've after. I've heard of it after Pokemon, but because w- when I think of early Pokemon, I think of it in on the game game consoles as black, you know, being in, in black and white or grayscale or whatever, and the the, the cartoons being very sort of they they, they feel very dated. Mm. Whereas with Digimon, they felt like they were a little bit later, a little bit more. Maybe, Modern. maybe then, but I mean, I do. The only reason I know it's still going now is I recently came across a Digimon game for the PS4, so I thought, well, it must still oh. be going in some. Oh, right. I don't know what it was or anything. I just thought, well, of... I can answer that. The first Pokemon game came out in 1996, but the first Digimon toy was released in 1997. <sighs> oh, so it's close then, isn't it? So yeah. Though Digimon takes ideas from Tamagotchi's digital pet concept, the idea of raising a magical monster creature's stats and battling them with other similar creatures is straight out of Pokemon. So therefore, I don't like calling it a rip-off, but therefore, yeah, it did. It and and a few I do believe the very earliest roots of Pokemon were actually the late 80s. Well, yeah, because obviously Game Freak wasn't always a game developer. It used to be a magazine, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it used oh, to be. God, yeah, that, it was what the yeah, class is it? Is it, is it, is it a, fa- a fanzine? Yeah, yeah it, used to be, it wasn't like a, a publication like uh, Enemy or, you know, Q and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know why I'm mentioning them. No. But, um, mm. You know, it wasn't like one of them. It was a fan thing. Like it was a fan magazine. Fan, I don't know how it works. No, that's, that's that's I don't know what it was, but that does actually. They were all originally well. hand illustrated as well. Yes. So, and, yeah, and, the, the, I think the idea was knocking around in Game Freak magazine for a while. Yeah. Obviously, Tajiri was part of him, and I can't, I'm sorry, I can't name the other person, but. So obviously they had ideas. They they were wanting to get into arcade games, developing them. But when they saw that that was completely going downhill, they thought, "Why don't we become a game developer?" So they did, and they made Mario and Wario. They made Yoshi uh, for the NES, I think. They made yeah. a few games. Mario, I, I, I believe Mario and Wario. I think that that's what. Don't quote me on it. I'm pretty sure they made a game called Mario and Wario for the NES. No, I, I, that does I, I believe they did. Wario's Woods. Maybe. Maybe. Just, sorry, the, the, so there was a game they did with I can't remember what the game is now. The, a game they developed for Sega. I can't think what it is. Uh, I think the, the 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 second guy is Ken Sugimori. Yeah, you might be right there. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. right yeah, it's definitely get, yeah. Yeah, Mario and Wario for the Super Famicom. That that's Japanese. Yeah, that was yeah. it. But still, sorry. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's me getting mixed up. But they did. Oh. They did develop a game called Mario and Wario. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, they made a few. Um, yeah, Yoshi for the NES, Smart Ball, Mendel Palace. Anyway, going going into a rabbit hole there stuff. I don't really know, but they developed other games. That's yes, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How much we know. But uh, moving on, obviously from Digimon, there's obviously Yu-Gi-Oh, and you've actually randomly got into that recently. Only you? in the last year or so. Yeah, um, I had a pop-up game store for a while in my friend's shop, and he sells all stuff like. 
well, it's basically, it's in the name of the shop. It's called Goods and Geekery, so it's all geek stuff like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I was there when they were doing one of the Yu-Gi-Oh game nights, and I thought, that looks amazing to play. So I started buying a few cards, and I thought, I want to know what sort of these are. So I started watching the series, and I actually prefer the series to the Pokemon yeah, series. Yeah, uh, again, with, yeah. like with Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, I, that was something that I loved watching as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I thought as a, as a cartoon, it was... Ten times better as a as a even if you weren't into collecting the cards or, or uh, trading or battling or whatever, it was it was such a better cartoon. Mm. And then with the trading card game um, and and the, the battling, I actually played that a hell of a lot more yeah. than I did either battling or, or trade yeah. with with the Pokemon cards. But it's such a complex game that the yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh one. I mean, the Pokemon one isn't as simple as it looks, but the Yu-Gi-Oh one, you've got to, you really... Yeah, oh. I mean, because the, the, yeah. the Pokemon cards I just collected, whereas the Yu-Gi-Oh, I actually had the, the map oh, and, and the, battled the, and, and, and me and my friends and, and my cousin, we actually played, you know, as, uh, as it's meant to with the rule sets. and. No, that's awesome. I mean, one thing I always found quite um, what's interesting about Yu-Gi-Oh as opposed to Pokemon or Digimon or whatever is that with Pokemon cards, say, that that card game is just based with the, the Pokemon, the monsters that are in the series. Yeah. Whereas with Yu-Gi-Oh, the card game you're playing is exactly what they're doing in the series. And, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. Like, yes. yeah. yeah, does that make any sense? It's, yes, yeah. no, I do, yeah. No, it, yeah, yeah. It, essentially, Ash Ketchum isn't just sitting down and playing a card game, is no. he? He's actually using... No, but you, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. was, I, I, I do think, as a cartoon it was... It was didn't Yu-Gi-Oh! the actual show have a show within that show, like a cartoon called Capsule Monsters as well? If it did, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm pretty I've sure not seen it all, but... There's a little Easter egg, I think, to Pokemon, in it? I think there's a little nod to it, because obviously that, that came a bit later on, didn't it, Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. yeah. So obviously that, that can't claim to be its own. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. To me, I, ne- I never think, oh, well, it's Pokemon versus Yu-Gi-Oh! They're completely two different entities, no. in my opinion. no. Oh, God, no, I don't think this ever. But now they're both still going... I mean, Digimon obviously will have a following somewhere, but just going off being in Lee's shop, uh, where I had my game stall, there is um, a big following for both Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, just in any random day, he'll sell... Lo- when he gets the new sets of Pokemon cards, they're normally gone that day. Yeah, like, and, and yeah. I've, I've noticed in a lot of the, the paper shops or you know a lot of the news agents... They, most of them do sell Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, I know, I know they do because obviously, when I was wanting to get back into Pokemon cards, I, I think me and you, Jake, were downtown once, and I was like, I'd love to buy some Pokemon cards. Until I found out that behind the, the counter, I had to ask for them. I was like, I, as a thirty, I was thirty-one at the time, thirty-one-year-old man, I'm not going to go up to that counter and ask for Pokemon cards. Christ, I, I do it with you. Well, then again, I'm normally at least, <laughs> yeah. but like, yeah. no, like when I only started. What I was thirty-year-old when I started watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, don't get. I think so, it's my own yeah. vanity, if anything. <laughs> but. I mean. I, mm. The, the the shop that I go into to buy to buy my niece's Pokemon cards, <laughs> <laughs> they, that is literally two minutes away from my house, and you know I'm in there sometimes several times a day, hmm. and you know I know the people who work in there, and fairly often they ask me, are, do, are these for you or? And I, Depend on who it is. It's a yes or no, no, no. The, yeah. the from, from a now nine year old niece. <laughs> what are you going to do when she grows up? You're screwed. Oh uh, yeah. I'll, well, wait I'll, till she has a kid. Yeah, I'll have. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, have, I'll have to have a child, or, or <laughs> just for that reason. Yeah, no other reason. But to get no, Pokemon. just so I can carry on collecting Pokemon. <laughs> well, I suppose really we should end on one final point, and that's really the future of Pokemon and our wishes going forward. 
Now, mm. I've always, as I've just said before, I would have always loved a home console RPG-like Pokemon game. We're actually getting that, fingers crossed, in January. Mm-hmm. Can't quote what it's actually called, unfortunately. But no, it is, I keep forgetting. But it's, it's out is it there. It's coming. Po- is it Legends? No, Ar- it's... Oh, it begins with Arceus. A. Yeah, Arceus, Arceus yeah. 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 So we're actually gonna get it. So in a way my dream's been fulfilled. I do believe just slight off topic. I watched a video recently of Pokemon and the universe, and I do believe Arceus is the the beginning of it all. Yes, it is. It's set before yeah, it's set Well, I, I believe the Pokemon itself is is believed to be the that is the Pokemon that then is basically the top of the family tree. And then everything. Isn't he the most powerful Pokemon? In the I believe universe? so. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. he is. Oh, fair enough. I yeah, know. and then you've got the likes of Celebi and Lugia that then mm. are a gen- Yeah, so Lugia, I'm, I'm, that's the other one you can be in Smash Brothers. Lugia. The blue yeah, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was trying to think of his name. I was just about to bring it up. I think it's like Kabuto. I don't, yeah, no, that's who I meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, Completely off topic. Also, yeah. That's one thing we've gotten to mention, really. They're in Smash Brothers. They've got such a. You know. I, don't, I don't know how many there is in Ultimate, but there's at least three. No, there's four because you could be Pikachu and Pichu. I think that's strange because they're both pretty yeah. similar. Yeah. <laughs> but as for my wishes for the future, I know this is going to be very strange, but because I'm a big fan of the original set of Pokemon and I've really struggled to gel with any more, I just wanted to make a new Pokemon game, similar formula to how they've always been, but just with the original set. I understand that's probably never going to happen, but that's what yeah, I'd like. I mean, cause, what- Cause I could, I've played through Red and Blue so many times, you know, I want to do that again but not that game. And yeah. Does that make any sense? And yeah. I, I do believe they could use a similar sort of model they've done, say with Ruby and Sapphire mm. or, or Fire Red and Leaf Green, where that is just specifically that generation of Pokemon. But you then, I think on one of them, you get a, a, a ticket for, for a ship where this ship takes you to an island and there's island one, two, and three. And on them, that's where you then catch the second generation Pokemon or Pokemon that aren't in necessarily that that generation's game yeah so so you could still get you know the three star pokemon from the generation before that sort of thing i think something like that had you know they've already got the model there for it they could do something like that but an an open world is is something i've an open world breath of the wild pokemon that would just be my dream. And yeah. We could get it. You never know going forward. But, I, you know, the thing is, outside of that, obviously, we've got Sword and Shield. That's just been the recent one. Is that going to just go away, or is they gonna, are they going to continue that? Oh, no, they'll keep them. The, the, I think they're too popular to go away. I might, who knows? I might be wrong, but I'd, I'd be astonished yeah. if they went I away. I struggled to get into Sword and yeah, Shield. I did. I like, did. Do, do you yeah. know what it was for me? I mean... Um, like it was, I did. I wasn't particularly not enjoying it. I, I was building a team. I was quite happy with it. One of the new Pokemon I really liked, which just I can't remember, because I can't remember what it was called, but it was just like a sheep, basically. Like I had one of them in my team anyway. Yeah. But um, but no, um, it was just like I got I got to. I, I think I'd just done the third gym, and I just literally I was playing my and I just put my control down. And I thought I am just breezing through this. Easy. All that it is. Yeah. Is someone says, "Oh, you need to go here," and then you'll go there, and then yeah. I don't think I even struggled in a battle. I don't think it even. I never had to use any strategy. Just wiped everyone out. And I only what's that thing called? The using the gym battles where you go massive. There's a word. Is it V V Max? Is that what it is that it, you're doing? Yeah, V Max, Giant Max. Because you know, I didn't yes. even need. To, I mean, you had to do that because you wanted you to do that. But yeah. you did, I didn't even need to. So yeah, I, th- I, I think V Max was the cards. Out. Oh, was that the cards? Oh, yeah, sorry. I think. It's, but yeah, it, yeah. 
I didn't. I didn't quite no. like and it. I, I've never finished it, and the thing is, it's annoying. I don't know what it is about it. I don't like. All I can pin is that it's too easy because I played through Sun and Shield. And I absolutely lo- no Sun and Moon. Sorry, and I absolutely loved them. And cosmetically, they're pretty similar, but there's something yeah. not r- right. And Do you know what I mean? Like, was it Sword and Shield, or is it the the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee? Mm. Where I mean, leading up to the game being released. I thought it was going to be all the generations, you know, all the Pokemon that had been yeah. released thus far, but it was only a select few from each one. Yeah, it's on that Sword and Shield. In the Let's Go, Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu are loose remakes of Pokemon Yellow. I mean, they're not fully yeah. they follow the same. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but they, they had a very casual. I, I'm not going to go into that. I didn't buy them. No, anyway, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. For, for me, it's either got to be you single out a generation. You know, so you just have it as the Gen Ones or the Gen Twos, mm. or it's all of them. For me, I don't want just a pocket of them. From, yeah, it, weird, isn't because it? Because there are some of the the starters or, or the basic level Pokemon that wouldn't have been included, but they're some of my favourites. Mm. So for me, it's got to be one or the other, and I think they, they, they hit the mark. They missed the mark slightly with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. and I don't, I don't really get why as well. There just doesn't seem to be any reason to. Because on Sun and She, Sun, keep doing that. Sun and Moon, you can't. I mean, you can't catch all the Pokemon, but you can have them. All, you know what I mean? There are ways to trade and get yeah. them. I don't understand. I, I don't understand anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. At that, I hope you've enjoyed this bumper. Well, by far our longest ever episode. Uh, have you enjoyed it, Dennis? I have. Yeah, it's it's been a fantastic experience. Yeah. Oh, glorious! Um, and hopefully, I've been a. a I think you've been an nice exceptional guest, Dennis. <laughs> we'll have I'm you on again, though. I do apologise to, to Jake for calling him a weak child. <laughs> it's okay, I was a weak child. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that bombshell. <laughs> I've been Dan. I've been Darius. And I've been Jake. And you stay safe. Bye.